Ladies and gentlemen, wrestling enthusiasts from around the globe, welcome back to the WrestleArts Podcast. I'm your host and play-by-play announcer for WrestleArts, Jeff Edge, and I've had the incredible opportunity to sit down with some of the most dynamic and talented wrestlers in the business. Now, before we dive into the adrenaline-pumping action of WrestleArts 13, I want to take you on a journey through the fascinating stories and personalities that make up the world of professional wrestling. These intimate interviews were conducted right here at the Historic Irving Theater in the heart of Historic Irvington, Indianapolis, Indiana. Each wrestler shared their thoughts on their careers, their opponents, and what drives them to step into the ring night after night. We've covered it all from their early inspirations to the most challenging moments, giving you an inside look at the minds of these extraordinary athletes. So whether you're a dedicated wrestling fan or just getting acquainted with the sport, join me as we peel back the curtain and explore the personal journeys that lead these wrestlers to the squared circle. These interviews were recorded before the much-anticipated WrestleArts 13, adding an extra layer of excitement as we build up to the heart-pounding action that awaits us in the ring. So get ready for an exclusive behind-the-scenes experience as we delve into the world of WrestleArts with these insightful interviews. Sit back, relax, and let's jump into the captivating world of professional wrestling together. And I am joined at this time by the talk of the town, Taylor McAllister. Here is, we like to do what we always do at pre-shows. It's WrestleArts 13. Can we run down the uh, the card? Let's let's run it down. Let's make like Halle Berry on that bitch. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> how, how are you, by the way? You doing good? I'm, I'm doing well. I don't know why I came out with the uh, word you're not supposed to say right out of the game. My bad on that one. But. That's okay. <laughs> um, so the first match we got on WrestleArts 13. Now, by the way, Taylor, this is the one-year anniversary of uh, WrestleArts running at the Irving Theater. So 10 matches on this card. Uh, just want to take a minute to celebrate. Happy anniversary, WrestleArts. Absolutely. Happy anniversary to us. Uh, one year ago this month, we were here for the first time together. And uh, quite frankly, it's been a heck of a year. I've enjoyed it thoroughly. Hey, happy anniversary, happy buddy. Happy anniversary, my, my, my partner here. Uh, first match, you got the, the Dragons, this time Ace Perry and Dale Patricks. They're taking on Hoodfoot and a, do you want to call it a mystery partner? Well, I think it's been announced now. I think, yes, it uh, has. You know, Zodiac, the uh, mystery. Who is a mystery himself. Yeah, what a, what a, man, you know, uh, Hoodfoot said in his promos leading up to this contest, you know, I don't have to worry about, uh, about me. I know I can rely on me, but what about you? I don't know if I can trust you and, uh. That uh, that's a big question mark, right? Because uh, Zodiac the Mystic has uh, had no no issue with expressing how much he wants to get Hoodfoot in the ring after their beatdown that went out into the streets of Indianapolis uh, a few months ago. So, can Zodiac do what's best for both of them and work together in a unit with Hoodfoot, or is that whole thing going to break down? And either way, if you're the best tag team in the world, uh, as far as being in sync and what have you, you're going to have an issue with the Dragons. So to do it without being simpatico, so to speak, I don't know. That's going to be a heck of a challenge for those two. Well put, partner. And, and, and that's what's what's fascinating about uh, Hoodfoot is he, he couldn't seem to find a partner. And then Zodiac took that spot. What's, what is going to happen here between these two? Uh, I know we did talk to Director of Operations David Barker when Zodiac reached out before and said, I want this rematch with Hoodfoot. Uh, go back and watch the street fight on Unleashed. Do you remember what Unleashed that was, Taylor? 
I don't off the top of my head, but it would have been one of the early episodes. It would have probably been in the first five or six episodes, I think. I remember we talked to David Barker and said, why haven't you made the rematch? And he goes, I, I legally, I can't make that match. They went fighting into the street last time. I can't be having that. You know, we can't have two Goliaths fighting in downtown Irvington, get into a brawl, you know, people are going to get pulled into it. The police are going to get pulled into it. That's that's going to look bad on wrestlers. And so I don't think I don't think Zodiac really fully understands the the legal side, the matchmaking side uh, that wrestlers has with their hands full. He just wants Hoodfoot. And if this is the only way to get it, he's fine with that. Yeah, whether he understands or not, the question is, does he care? And the answer is no, he, he doesn't care at all. He just wants to get his hands on Hoodfoot. But if he can not be short-sighted, if he can recognize the opportunity that's in front of him in sure. Hoodfoot, then we could have new tag team champions. When King Kong and Godzilla can get along, there's a lot of havoc to be wreaked. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Godzilla and King Kong. I love it. Uh, then we got the Triple Threat Championship with uh, newly crowned Kevin Panic, sneaky strong Kevin Panic. Uh, he will be uh, going up against David Ali. David Ali and prime... Uh, I want to say primetime Brain Lee. That's Brian Lee that I was thinking of. Uh, yeah, problem, problem three. Was that Adam Bomb? <laughs> uh, no, that was... Uh, Brian the, Clark. No, Brian, Brian, Lee was, Brian Lee was the member of DOA you haven't mentioned that wasn't a Harris uh, brother. So he was... Chains. Correct, yes. Okay, thank God. <laughs> but uh, a, lot, a lot of Brian's in the wrestling business, lot, Taylor. A lot of Brian's, but... Uh, Problem free, Braden Lee and Kevin Panic and David Ali. That's going to be a heck of a triple threat contest. A little bit of a bonus feature. It was originally just supposed to be David Ali and Kevin Panic. It's uh, interesting. Kevin Panic has only had one win in wrestle arts, and it happened to be for the triple threat championship. Yeah, and and we were talking about him uh, walking around earlier, and uh, I, I mentioned uh, to director of operations David Barker that uh, it seems like he has a newfound confidence. Would you agree? Seeing him walking around now, it seems like the pressure's off with Kevin Panic. that now he can kind of fully be himself. He doesn't have to, you know, face the anxiety of, of not getting a win in wrestling. arts. He's a champion. You know, he, he's a damn fine wrestler. Uh, and now I feel like we might be able to see him really uh, grow and see the, the sky is the limit for young Kevin Panic. Yes, I think you're right. I think that that was a growing chip on the shoulder of Kevin Panic, and now that he's managed to get rid of that chip, I think, uh, much like you just said, the sky's the limit. So look very forward to seeing those three in uh, competition with each other tonight. Sky is the limit also for another man in that match, the savior, David Ali. He's been racking up some wins lately. I believe he got a, a big victory over a, a guy you're a fan of, the Ratty Daddy, Cole Radrick, right? I believe at the... Wrestle Arts 11, David Ali beat Cole Radrick. The Ratty Daddy. I do. I am a uh, Cole Radrick fan. Uh, David Ali, I like David Ali. Uh, I could never like him as much as he likes him because that's just not a possibility. Sure. But uh, like David Ali, he's got all the tools. He's a great competitor. He's uh, in fantastic shape. Uh, One biggest, three in a row. Yeah, absolutely. The biggest hurdle that David Ali is going to have to clear is is himself he's uh <laughs> he has a tendency of sometimes getting a little distracted uh, because he likes to he's a gloater well he's a gloater and he, he's kind of a whiner uh he, he gripes a lot 
uh, and has no no problem stopping in the middle of a match to do it. So if you've ever been a, seen a wrestle arts intermission, you'll know exactly what Taylor's talking about with the whining. Yeah, he uh, he's the, he's not a happy camper, and that's fine. But uh, he needs to keep his focus on what's important. And tonight, that's the triple threat championship. Doesn't like the fans either. Not you know, David Ali uh, has a very tumultuous relationship with the wrestle arts audience. Well, I think it all comes back down to the fact that they don't love him as much as uh, he loves him, but well, nobody who, who can could? love him. His own mother right. doesn't love him as much as he loves him. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we also have a new wrestler debuting here tonight, Blair Onyx, who I uh, just met uh, about half an hour ago. Uh, do you have any information on Blair? I know that uh, she's, a, she's a creepy chick. I saw her walking around with a spider web or something on her face. Oh, my uh, gosh. I, and I've seen a little bit of Blair's uh, work. I know that uh, she's a renowned competitor in the Midwest. I know that uh, she's filling the boots of Laney Luck, which is not an easy thing to do. So the mere fact that Wrestle sure. Arts uh, trusted her to come in and fill in that spot uh, speaks volumes, I think. And uh, she's going up against Rachel Armstrong tonight, who we saw back at uh, Wrestle Arts uh, 11. Yep, very good. And uh, had a big match with. Alice Crowley. Alice Crowley, and she looked fantastic. So I look really forward to seeing the uh, newcomer to Wrestle Arts, Blair Onyx, take on Rachel Armstrong. Look forward to seeing Rachel Armstrong again. I think that's going to be a great contest. Rachel Armstrong, the uh, shooting star. You know, as she continues to rise, uh, the Indianapolis native. She's been in the ring with Shaza McKenzie, Marina Shafir, and Big Al. She's got a, a mean DDT, so uh, hopefully she could use that against her as we see the debut of Blair Onyx. I'm looking forward to it. We'll see Sage Phillips and Avery Hertz in action. That uh, rematch from Wrestle Arts 12, where Sage was able to get the upper hand. Do you remember how we got the upper hand, Taylor? One, two. Speaking of Sage Phillips, as we're sitting here talking uh, during the pre-show, his promo just popped up on the big screen. Yeah, he's got something to say. Look at those glasses. <laughs> uh, Sage Phillips uh, ended up pinning Avery Hertz in their first contest. And uh, didn't seem too happy in that promo that he cut uh, that he has to face uh, Avery Hertz again. I think he figured that he already did what he came to do, which was beat Avery Hertz. Avery Hertz now has something to prove. He needs to show that he can step up and uh, get it done as far as Sage Phillips goes. And uh, if he can beat Sage Phillips tonight, I think he'll be well on his way to heading back up the ladder and maybe getting another shot at his triple threat championship that he lost uh, a couple of shows ago. And as you can hear, the... Uh Pre-show's getting ready to end. Our matches are getting started. Uh, so we're going to break it off right here so that we can get down to the pre-show. We hope you all and uh, enjoy the show tonight. Happy anniversary, Taylor. Happy anniversary, Jeffrey. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, act like you know. It's going down. I'm your captain. It's going down. It's going down, I'm your, I'm your captain now. It's going down, 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 I'm your, I'm your captain now.